Welcome to episode 9 of The Big Gay Ordeal with Craylon James and me, Sean. This is the podcast where we talk about the ordeal of being gay and the champagne problems that go with it. If you have a drama you need our help with, get in touch and we'll decide ordeal or no ordeal. Follow us on Instagram at The Big Gay Ordeal or email us at TheBigGayOrdeal at gmail.com. Right, lads, I could tell you about my week, but um, actually something just slapped me in the face there the other day, and I was like, this is actually the most troubling thing I've ever thought of. Why does Harry Potter celebrate Christmas in the movies? Like, surely God or Jesus is going to be like nothing to them because they're all like wizards and witches. Like, why are they celebrating Christmas? I have had this in my mind for about four days now. Um, Christmas is actually based off of a pagan holiday. Um, you know, basically witches and wizards. So um, it existed pre-Christianity. So, yeah, that's probably why they celebrated in Harry Potter. Facts. Not going to lie. You're probably the 10th person I've asked this and you're the only one that's come <laughs> back straight away with it. It's God damn it. Um, how was your week now that you've just given me all the facts of facts? Were you just faxing? I was just faxing. <laughs> faxing all week. Fair. <laughs> um, no, my week was really good. Um, went to the sunny southeast. Oh. Had a couple of days in Wexford. Oh, we had yeah. a little Wexford glow up, didn't we? And we went to Kirklow. Gorge. And it was Stunning. Yeah. And that was the beach that Stephen Private Ryan was filmed on. It Did is. Find that out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I will post a picture of me on the beach. Oh um, it <laughs> was an absolute oh, vision. Um, so we were there not maybe five minutes when my friends were like, you need to immediately be covered from head to toe. You're burning. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. And this is with Factor 50 all over the boy. Yeah. <laughs> were, you, were you that um, meme where it's like, spot the Irish person on yeah. the sand and you're the person in the background. It's like, oh my God, they're the same colour as the sand. They put a tea towel over my head. All you could see was glasses. Yeah. Uh, then I had my shut my legs had to be covered with a towel. My uh, God. And I had a shirt that I could put my arms into. But it was really nice. Yeah, nice. Gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. And we made some burgers and yeah. some sausages. The biggest sausages. Wexford sausages seen. are massive. Oh yeah. Oh, you've I've heard, heard it that here? one before. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was very, very impressed. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> delighted. <laughs> Lovely. Very tasty, succulent. So why I want to talk about maybe the biggest drama of the year so far, especially in the UK. Oh. It is the Schofield of it all. Oh, yes. Yes. the drama. The Philip Schofield, ITV, This Morning debacle. Break it down for us, James. Oh, God. Their kind of fall from grace sort of started back when the Queen sadly passed and they got caught kind of skipping the queue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of a, you know, they were kind of dissed by the UK public from there. Mm-hmm. And it was. Like Phil and Holly, because they got caught. Oh, Holly was in yeah, there They were well. both there, yeah. Oh, they kind of, they, they were denied, escape? they were denied it and then they weren't and they said they were walking past and they weren't walking past. Okay. So the whole big thing. So UK sort of the uh, their fans kind of were really disappointed that oh, they okay. potentially and allegedly skipped the queue. Mm. So that was back when was that September <laughs> November, and obviously they had to try build up their reputation again back to being you know the blue eyes of you know morning TV. So from that then it came through that Philip's brother was um, in court for child abuse. 
Oh, yes, I remember. Uh, and that came through. And there was obviously rumors, again, that tumbled from that. Did he know? Didn't he know? And then that then went into Holly. Did she know? Didn't she know? And then a few days later, oh. yeah, it came out that the felt was away out of the TV show for two weeks. And Holly was there presenting with other people. Oh. Yeah. And then the Willoughby camp, the brand team, the marketing machine that is Holly Willoughby, were trying to maybe say that she was there was a riff happening. Mm. The brother then went down for it. And Philip is still off with this whole drama with his brother because it's so close to home, obviously. Like, yeah. do you know? Didn't he know? And um, Holly and Philip were supposed to be best friends. They hung out all the time. And outside of work, they were friendly with each other's families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were the golden couple of the morning TV. Yeah. I, I, I loved them. Like, you'd wake up and you'd be scamming through YouTube and TikTok and Facebook videos, whatever, of them two chatting and having the laugh and their best bits. And they were great together. Yeah. And I was like, clearly this is like meant to be no are you saying that her team then were like oh let's pretend that there's a bit of a rift and you're distancing yourself 100 percent. this has definitely happened allegedly <laughs> <laughs> Look that. this is what you believe i do yeah i really mm. it would make sense she is a brand like she's massive yeah, yeah, yeah. she's working with like massive brands she has her own companies as well marx's is one of the biggest ones as well that she represents she's a lot to fucking lose here yeah Along with all the TV shows that she does yeah, with yeah. ITV. And she's a long career ahead of her still. Yeah. So it's all come out oh, that... Oh. Well, it's all come out that Philip was having an affair behind his wife's back with a younger man mm. or a boy at this mm. stage, um, a runner within this morning. He joined the team when he was 15 years old. As oh, a work experience. the lights. So when did it start? No one really knows the true details. Philip has said that it was illegal, but unwise. But unwise. But unwise, He yes. said it was legal, like, as in it was yeah. against the law. Yeah, <laughs> that's the part I got. <laughs> and unwise, as in he shouldn't have done it. Oh. Mm-hmm. And this is why there's been <laughs> so many, like, sort of people coming out really disagreeing with the whole situation. Eamon and Ruth have these higher standards. Keith Hopkins just obviously hopping on the back wagon of that. The bandwagon. <laughs> the bandwagon, that's the one. Or the back wagon. <laughs> <laughs> she was very tipsy when she sent out that TikTok. Oh that God. was oh, brilliant. Red wine in hand, slurring the words. She Katie hopped on the situation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was very good though. It's just like it's I've never seen something like this before. I love it. He was very unliked by people in the industry. Yeah. Ooh. Spill the tea. Ooh. Oh, he has tea. <laughs> Okay, so I just disclaimer now, this is only just like what I've heard. It's all hearsay. So I had a little TV career as well in the UK. I used to sell cosmetics on QVC, the shopping channel. Oh, I love it. And there's ambassadors for QVC. And two of them happened to be Ruth Langsford and Amanda Holden. Okay. So there's the same makeup artist and hair team that work in the studios. And, um, you know, obviously people get talking, then rumours get spread, and then everyone hears them. When you're there as much as I was, you were, you were surrounded by these people all the time. We shared the same canteen, like the same dressing rooms. I used to share a dressing room at Gokwan. Gas Amazing. crack. Gas crack. Never met Ryland. Shout out to Gokwan. Never met Ryland. Oh, Raging. No. He had a candle yeah. brand out. Anyways, so Amanda and Ruth are known, especially Amanda, will refuse to work with him. So she's had problems with ITV because of this, but because Simon Cowell is such a huge fan and is such a money man Mm -hmm. that she kind of gets carried with that. And now she has the Alan Carr show and all that jazz. But um, Ruth has no time. And we can see, you were saying about Eamon. So they were 
saying about that they witnessed a lot of very controversial things within the studios of being mistreated. So apparently that same boy growing into a man, um, he, he, you know, whatever happened with them mm-hmm. was a thing. And then when that broke off, apparently he was treated like dirt. So like the like by Philip or by no by oh. Philip. So the girls were like they witnessed this. They didn't know the ins and outs of it as much as like what we all do now. Yeah. But they were saying to their teams that they were like they're disgusted by him how he can treat a young boy like this. And you know when he started off he was quite shy. He wasn't necessarily out. Mm. And then when Philip did his whole outing thing, then it all kind of like was just getting very, very mis- messy and uncomfortable. And you could see at the National Television Awards when they won, all of them getting up on stage. And you can see Ruth was just like oh, uh, so unimpressed by the two of them collecting um, their award. Now, I don't know whether they still feel the same way about Holly, whether they're like, well, she's kind of like part of it as well. Oh, they do. Um, but yeah, so that's all I heard. So when I heard all this coming out the past week, I literally was like, oh, my God. I've been actually saying this for years. Yeah, you yeah. literally only said it to us a couple of weeks ago. I yeah. know. Isn't it insane? It's, it's mental. Mental. And I think that's when you go back and remember the whole drama around Eamon and Ruth leaving this morning. Yeah. It's around that, that they had had enough and that they were trying to get the ITV bosses to do something about it and they weren't. Mm-hmm. So they were like, I can't, we can't be part of this anymore. They were the first sort of whistleblowers of this drama. Yeah, and Amanda was the um, one that they always called when someone was sick or on holidays. Yeah. She was always coming in. Um, but she hasn't you haven't seen her in ages. Nope, she's done. And, and so, do you believe then that there was like that toxic culture that oh, they've spoke about? There's just too much now. There's like there's, um, all these references. Yeah, Doctor Raj. You have Ryan and Clark all doing smid like little posts on their Instagrams. You got like Doctor Raj coming out and doing full articles in the Daily Mail. Another one was Dan Watton, who would do sort of the entertainment pieces sometimes on the rain. He oh. had come out, yeah, and went. He literally said that within thirty seconds, Philip Schofield, uh, his feet was sealed. Whenever there was a plethora of A-listers that didn't want to come on to this morning because they'd heard of the drama. Ooh. Oh, the, so people were being dropped out, like yeah. or dropping out, yeah. going and on obviously the show. It could be a detriment to the show if they don't get certain yeah, A-listers yeah. on the show. And one of the last interviews he had was with the gorgeous Saran Jones from you know, Doctor Foster, ITV drama. Oh yeah, she's yeah, yeah. Obsessed. yeah, yeah, oh, fantastic actress. The new show she's on, um, she was talking about it, was all about like leading a double life. Okay, cool. And it was just him oh. with her, and the, the direction she was. I don't know how people had time for this. It's disgusting. This sort of direction and just the look of he was just white. Do you think she knew? You just never know. She is part of the ITV, you know, she does all the ITV world, dramas. Yeah, oh my God. And it was just like, you could just see him take this big gulp of anxiety. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, so you and Rexford with the big sausages. Oh God, exactly, exactly. But it was just, it's so, but it led me to think about like, in the gay world, like when you're on Grinder and you see people like advertise themselves as married or bisexual. <gasps> yeah, yeah, And leading that double life. Mm-hmm. And from my past experience, that is something you might be interested in or that I have been interested in because you want that sort of like excitement. Mm-hmm. But realistically, when you think about it, it's really unhealthy and there's definitely like, mm. there's like a whole family of people potentially that could be affected by this action. And then it's also going down the to Philip's, you know, detriment. The age was very, very young. Mm. You know, that he was maybe potentially talking to him, you know, 15, 16 years old. Um, you're still finding it's yourself at that age. Very, very, oh my God. <laughs> very. But like, 
it's just that thing and you know most people that come on the, the grinders of the world and out they're kind of like looking for that younger man that younger boy another one would be jake daniels the 18 year old gay footballer that came out uh, this year as well and he's got a new partner i think there's 26 years between them yeah he's 46 it says that his, his soulmate and he slid into his dms when he was only 17 it was a few months before his 18th birthday mm. it just it just it is that sort of what is that sort of correspondence of yeah being married or kind of being that older gay man and having this really affiliation with wanting to be with these younger generation of but like you know. i just think it's mental because like is it like I just don't think it's needed in today's day and age. Maybe I'm being naive, but like, people what do you mean able, needed? Like, people have been able to come out for you know, yeah, oh, a not, long not time. coming out piece. Now I know that oh, coming out piece. Everyone's circumstance is different, but mm-hmm. this yeah. living a double life I to know. the point where you're like mm. out there in the world, living, you know, outwardly as a heterosexual, yeah. even to the point of getting married to someone, you know, and. You know, being so selfish just to impact their life that way as well. Yeah, and I go, always say I just feel sorry for the wives yeah, and, and having, the girlfriends. And it's terrible. Yeah. yeah, like that. That like I just think anyone that's done that in the past twenty years, mm. I just am like, no, sorry, mm. no time for that. Yeah. I don't know how you've ended up in that situation. Yeah, have some balls and mm. come out. It's obviously because we are not living that situation. It's easier mm. easier said than done, but. Like, I always think that it's always this kind of, like, shock and we we give the attention to that person. And then sometimes, like, what Phil gets is, God, wasn't he brave doing that after all these years? Oh, and he's still friends with his wife and, oh, he still gives her loads of money and it's not, oh, isn't it grand? It's, no, it's not. Like Especially you, now we know yeah. there was a lot under the bonnet. Like, you know? and this yeah, was a cover-up piece, realistically. Like, I've, no, like, I, I do feel for anyone that, you know, has convinced themselves or is struggling to the point mm. where they do it and they've been faithful and yeah. then they reach a breaking point and they're like, no, I, I need to live my authentic life. Yeah. It's when they live the double life. Yeah. In you know, a seedy, secretive, yeah. where you're damaging other people and you're dragging them into your toxic situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you've already like, you know, impacted this woman or a man's life, mm. you know, by holding them back from meeting someone who would truly maybe love them yeah. and, you know, create a family with them that they're always going to be mm. in. But then you're also going behind their back, sleeping with someone else. Obviously, there's the whole sexual health element of that as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I just think that's when it's just, it's just nasty. It's so it's, it's, it's beyond selfish. Yeah. You know? You're nasty. Yeah. You're nasty. Even just the logistics of it all, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then but, when it comes out, like, God, God oh. love Philip's children. Oh, I know. This, like. And the wife. Oh, they've, yeah, they've gone through enough. It's just, that's a lot. Like, So, yeah, going to keep our eyes peeled on this one. It's going to keep going on mm. and going on. I just, it's the Willoughby of it all. There's more I, There's more to come out. It's the there's going to be confirmation on things, isn't there? Oh, well, God, I think yeah. his agents oh, dropped him. They did? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. After 25 years, they had Shit. enough. And they came out and said that he lied. Obviously, they knew. Yeah, of course they because it was only like last year or the year before where I was like, "What has Philip got with ITV? He does every single show, every show. for them, and he must be making the big butts." It's like he must be like I don't know working twenty four hours because he does every mm. single show, and it's like he's never he's not that great. I, I never knew anyone was like, "Oh, I love him." I know he had this whole silver fox thing a couple of years ago, but like now he's just an old weirdo. <laughs> well, now he is. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I just, it's Alison and Dermot are on 
now. For me. I love yeah. that. Oh, I'd so say they're finding it tough though because I mean, they're probably like, oh, oh Jesus, let's keep going, let's keep going. <laughs> this is oh, all fine. Just, <laughs> like a collar. Oh, oh. It's just <laughs> Just awkward. keep swimming. Mm. Just keep swimming. It's so awkward. I think it was Alison was trying to say about like some celebrity tea room thing was supposed to try to be this nice little distraction this week. And I was oh, like, God. girl, I know. more than a tea room to distract from this tea. Just keep <laughs> laughing, Alison. Please just do your chuckle for us. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so very interesting to see what happens with Holly. She was done a two-week break, so this is one week done. This is this is second week now. So go on to Katie Hopkins' TikTok because she has <laughs> not all. that we'd be plugging her much now. No, but, this but is like, gas. she's the one that everyone loves to hate. You know what I mean? And she's got it all. The plan, like it's everything she has said would happen, has happened. And what does she say would happen? Exactly what just happened. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. So I think. The ordeal, obviously, is that Philip Schofield has done a few things that he should not have done. And leading a double life, personally, I think that is definitely an ordeal. Yeah, leading a double yeah. life is an ordeal. Be honest. Honesty is the best policy, you know, for you and for everyone else. Yeah, you're only hurting other people and you're probably driving yourself demented at the same time. Philip is a different level altogether. Fuck off. <gasps> Okay, so um, it's been a real kind of like strange week in terms of what's been going on. So I got a random text off a London friend that happens to be visiting her Irish friend here in Dublin. Now, she was like a work colleague, like we were real friendly, went out a couple of times in London. Lovely girl, love spending time with her. And I saw her coming into my DMs and she was like, oh my God, she's here. So anyway, I popped down and met her for a drink and her friend. And... um, I hadn't seen her in over three years. Mm-hmm. And within those three years now, she's had two gorgeous babies. Cute. And like, it was, it was a strange one. Because when you haven't spoken to somebody, like we haven't spoken within that time. Yeah. That, oh, wow. Yeah. So like, you know, just kind of like you, you branch Instagram. away. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it was like a real blast from the past. And it was weird because the first things that she was like saying to me was like, oh my God, how are you doing? Like, are you working here still? And I talked about old jobs and talking about things like that. And then she was like, oh, and what about insert um, secret name here uh, for uh, my ex-partner? And I was like, oh God, no, no, geez, we're not together. But she kept actually asking about it because not that she was being nosy. She was just like, oh, because you were together for quite a while. And, Mm. you know, she knew a lot of our lives together when I was friends with her and hanging out. Yeah. So it was a real kind of like, oh my God, it's so strange being asked questions about From a this. lifetime ago. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because it's like, oh, I'd moved on yeah. and it was really in the past for me. But like, obviously at the time, I just felt it was a little bit awkward because I was a bit like, geez, I've, like me thinking about it now, I, I almost have like blocked it out of my memory. Yeah. So that was a real kind of like strange... Did you have to kind of like flashback through all the dicks you've been through since that <laughs> <laughs> No, ex-boyfriends. Uh, so did you have no, 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 not that many. Not that many. <laughs> <laughs> not that many. <laughs> so that was a bit of um, Yeah, it was a bit of like an awkward one. But anyway, I had a great time. It was great seeing her. She's absolutely fabulous. Um, and then the next day I was in work. And I work on a very busy um, Dublin known street. And I looked out the window and there was this group of girls waving at me. And I was like, Jesus, they look really familiar. And it slapped me in the face. (gasps) It was my ex-boyfriend's sisters. No. All three of them. The one that you were talking about the day before. 
Yes. Oh my God. So <laughs> they were on a hen party over from the UK in Dublin. And they're waving what? at me. And I literally was like, oh my God. So of course, I was like straight out to them. Out on the street, because I was like, don't come in here. It's like straight <laughs> out to the street. And I was like, oh my God, hi, how are you? Now I have to say, the interaction was lovely. They were oh, so yeah. sweet. Like they were asking me lovely questions. I was asking them. and But then it got me like thinking. I was like, Jesus, that was a mad time in my life. And I was like, God, it was a really like shitty breakup. Oh. And then I thought, nah, do you know what? That was a really shitty, heartbreaking breakup. But the one before that, it's kind of, I can laugh about it now, but it was really traumatic before. And I'd love to tell you a little bit about, like, my ultimate petty revenge on an ex-boyfriend. Oh, God, yes, I'm here for I it. I know. Now, what I will say is, this is a very unhealthy thing to be doing, but I was very young. Disclosure like this. I was, like, 20, just turned 21. Oh, my so, God, I just turned 21, so this is something that I might find myself doing. <laughs> oh my God, this could happen to you. You never know. <laughs> so, we actually were living together. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually moved into his place with his friends. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was very dependent on his life. And he had, yeah. like, been there before. His friends had been there a couple of years. He was a little bit was older. Was he Irish? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And were you living in Ireland? or No, this was in London. London okay. boy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've been in London, like, a year. And then uh, we, I had met him. And then I was moving out of my apartment. And he was like, oh, you know, why don't you move in with me? And I was like, okay, cool. Young love and all that shit. And sorry, how long were you together? Less than a year. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. At this stage or? At but, that stage. Okay. Oh, yeah. We were together, I think, over two years in total. Yeah, anyways. Mm. So um, we were living in East London with his friends and I'm still friends with his friends to this day. Like I'd still, nice. you know, see them on Instagram and all. Lovely people. So he traveled a lot for work. So he was away for majority of the week. So um, I had this like inkling after a little while, like he wasn't the nice, he was very up and down, up and down, but like I was so infatuated when you're like young love, it's Mm. like they could do no wrong. And I genuinely felt it was like my first love. So I got this like gut feeling and like I always go by my gut now as an adult because back then I didn't and it always kind of ended up going like awry. My gut feeling was saying that he possibly could be cheating on me. He was giving me that like cheating vibe. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Now, the, the pumpkin eater. The, uh, the relationship, there was loads of ups and downs. He was doing many like random crazy things, but I won't bore you with those details. And um, he always put his phone face down. And I think that's a real telling sign that somebody is hiding something. Cue them all turning their phones around. <laughs> but you know, it's like he'd purposely like would have it face down or he'd move it away from me. Now, I wouldn't be somebody who'd be looking at someone's phone or I wouldn't be like known to be nosy or anything. Um, so I just found that really odd how he was being so cautious about it. And then when we would go to bed, like he would charge his phone randomly at the other side of the bedroom where he used to put it beside the bed. So it's just like, what's the crack here? But like, I was like, no, it's all fine. It's all fine. That's Red Flags 101 right there. Totally. Yeah. So and I got to feel... obviously noticed a, a, a difference in his behaviour. Definitely. Yeah. That's why, like, my gut was telling me there was something wrong because of, like, what I was witnessing. Yeah. Um, and, but, like, you know, it was going downhill for a while. But anyways. Yeah. So we had this holiday already booked. And I was like, he's definitely cheating. He's definitely cheating. He's definitely cheating. But I was like, Jay, I just want the holiday. So, um... <laughs> had, like, were you having sex at that stage? How, how was the sex? Yeah, it was continuing. It wasn't sex that I particularly enjoyed enjoyed or wanted but I felt very much I needed to do it for the sake of the relationship not a very good thing to be thinking or feeling yeah it was a little bit toxic um was it weird sex or was it just you didn't want to have sex with him I just didn't really 
want to have sex. Well, you have those thoughts in your head, like because you because you thought he was cheating, or because that's where the relationship had got to. Um. Ooh, I think a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah, it was all about him Mm. and what he wanted, and that was it. Yeah. So it wasn't an enjoyable experience for myself. Yeah. Um. So. We had this holiday anyway, and I was like, do you know what? I'm going to put it in the back of my mind because it's probably... Where I, we I've got no proof. I've got no proof. Oh, we went to um, gorgeous Gran Canaria. So we had this holiday booked, and I was like, right, we're going to go for it. I had no proof of him cheating. And I had this idea in my head. I was like, right, he travels for work. He's in hotels all the time. So clearly he puts all his passport and his money and stuff like that into the safe. He must use the same password. Oh. I don't know the password to his phone. I'm going to watch him like a hawk when he puts... Um, his password Aren't into the... you clever? I'm telling you now. I was like, oh, you you, um, you do that because you do it all the time. Like, put your code in and you can just put it into the safe. And I watched like a hawk and I remember being like, right, okay, cool. Re- rehearse it in my head, rehearse it in my head, straight to the bathroom. I wrote it into my phone because, you know, dyslexic mind, forget it immediately. Yeah. So that was grand. <laughs> Went on a night out. I purposely made sure that I didn't get drunk. And you know, guys, how difficult that is for oh, me. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, yeah. that was sacrifices galore. That really was. So first night of the holiday... Went to bed, he passed out. Oh Me. God, that is so, like, I the tenacity yeah. and, oh. like, and the commitment to that. Yeah. Yes. You there drinking the virgin cocktails <laughs> for hours yeah. while he, like, oh, goes into I'm a on stupor. a gin, gin lemonade. <laughs> so then uh, went back to the hotel room. He fell asleep. I then took his phone. And it was his, you know, you know privacy and all that jazz, but, like, fuck oh, this. Fuck it, it's boyfriend. So I went straight into the bathroom, locked the door, got the code, went in. Went through things and everything was there. He was talking to someone that was he had worked with on and off and he had already done the deed. They were speaking um, at the airport when we were going on our holidays. They were talking to her via text. So like pretty much every time he was on the phone and wouldn't like, you know, it was being a bit cautious. It was because he was texting him. So And they like just recently had had sex for the first time. Um, I don't know if it was the first time, but there was, it was an ongoing thing for a couple of weeks. Okay. Mm. So from when I had my gut feeling, it had continued. So I was like, okay. And I remember being frozen and I was in the bathroom for hours. So then I came out, I got into bed. I just like stayed up all night. I just lay there like, and you know, you just feel like you're gut wrenching. It's like, oh, this is horrible. So I went into the bed and was literally frozen for like the whole night. Then he wakes up and like he tries to cuddle and I literally like flung his arm off me. And like oh, he was just disgusting. so, I know, because he was just, he was a bit pissy anyway. So he was a bit like, he was like, oh, fine then. It was very him if I don't give him like yeah. exactly what he wanted, the attention. So then he's, he wakes up then and I was like, I know everything. Oh. And he was like, what? And then he denied it. And I was like, I, I know the code to your phone. I've seen it all. I've seen all your messages. And then he went on about like how sorry he is. He can't believe it. He had like, he's got, you know, his dad was a cheater. And it was like, he's oh, just like, like oh, That's well, I don't know. Like bullshit. It, it went on and on and on. And we were in this apartment for hours and I was crying and he was trying to comfort me. And I was like, oh. I was devastated because I, I actually truly loved him. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, I had a couple of beers, about eight, and forgave him. <laughs> Forgave him the same day. The same day. He's a good talker now. He charmed me into it. And then he was like, Come on, we'll go down to the pool now and we'll relax for a few hours. And I remember being in the He must have been (laughs) delighted with himself. Big as his dick, Jesus. Yeah, huge personality, that one. Yeah. Oh Jesus. So um yeah, I remember being in the pool and like we were he was trying to like be affectionate to me, and I remember me crying in the pool, going, Please don't do this to me again. And he was like, I won't, I won't. 
Anyways, so uh, we're back in London, back living together. He's back working, all the usual jazz. So a couple of weeks pass. And, and I get you that. were freaking out that like he's back out on the road, away for weeks at a and time. And I get that feeling in my stomach again. Oh. So then Quellen goes snooping once again. And it was on his iPad this time. And he was talking through Facebook Messenger, not his. Oh, oh wait, my tell me God. this. Yeah. Did he have the same code for his iPad? He didn't. So I watched that like a hawk. And what I did is I got one of the housemates to ask and put it in. And then she told me. Oh my God, I love this. So I then made sure he was going off to get a haircut because he was going to work for a long trip. And um, I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to go look now. Saw everything again. He comes back. So I'm sorry, was it the same person that um, you remember? Yes, it was. It was the same person. And had it ever stopped? Um, yes, it did. From what I could see in the messages and from what I, honestly, I can't remember the messages fully, but I just remember like that there was a little like a gap and then it was like, thank God you brought yeah. the printouts, hand them over to me. There's <laughs> <laughs> a picture of him. Um, I actually did message that guy after. Oh, good. And I just said, I was like, look, I know it's not your fault, but you were aware. It's like, you're not only hurting, yeah. you know, me, but like, you're kind of like changing my life a bit because like I live with this person. Yeah, Anyways, so, so he comes back from his haircut and I brought him like up on it and things get physical. Physical? <gasps> yeah. No. I have a little tear in my ear. <gasps> um, and that's why like I wear bigger earrings now because there's a little tear in like my earlobe from where like my earring was pulled. Now, oh, I gave it back just as much as he was giving it to me. So I thought anyway in my head. I, I tried my best. Anyways, so I quite violent with you after you confronted him on his cheating anger problems. The lad has just so many problems. So many pro- I really, ho- I really actually wish him the best. Now I hope he's like in a better place. What? But no, I generally do. <laughs> I just think, yeah, I'm over it. So I anyway go straight to the bedroom and literally, I I might as well have grabbed air and put it into the suitcase because it was that much use of what I actually <laughs> like put in and under socks and yeah, ran out of the house. I'm lucky enough that I had family in the UK, so I went and stayed um, with them, mm-hmm. and I had to travel back and forth to work, etc. But all I know is that I had nine days to find a new place to live, move all my stuff out, get a deposit together Jesus. for this new place. Because I had no deposit in the yeah. where I was living because he'd already Good. like it was yeah I just moved yeah. in there, and I thought I doubt it was even on the contract so I probably had no, no. rights. Mm. So uh, I had nine days to do all of this. So this is where I was like, is this the revenge part? So I was like, right, I don't care how petty this is. I actually didn't originally want to do any of these things, but I was in the apartment. I had I only had that day. He was coming back that night, so I was like, so, fuck sorry, it. I'm just like thinking of all the potential things. So this we're going back to the DVD days. Oh so Jesus! Oh, I took sandpaper to all his <gasps> DVDs and CDs oh my God, and put them it. all back. That's fabulous. How long did that take? Step one done. Step two. I took a tin of tuna, I cut the lining out of underneath the bed and hid it underneath it and glued it shut again. You Step two bitch. done. Step three, I went into the wardrobe and I cut all the left side of his sleeves off his shirts and all the stuff and put it back so it looked correct and it looked totally fine. So then when he opens the wardrobe and takes it out, he's like, what the fuck? And everything one by one, then he'd be like, for fuck's sake. Do you know like, it's that old school of like cutting up his clothes. Yeah. They've just cut off one side and placed them all back perfectly. <laughs> Quite it's on. great. You're crazy. I love it. So then I noticed like, oh my God, isn't it great now that he hasn't set up his new iPhone? So I took a hammer to it (gasps) and smashed the screen up and put it back in the box 
and put it straight back to where it was. Oh, good, man. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then I was like, right, got all my stuff. Like, we, we had co-owned, like, a TV and stuff like that, so I obviously took all that myself. Yeah. Um, so I was like, right, that's it now. And then my friend Lisa, who you've, James, you've met yes. her. Like, Love Lisa. Legend. She's, oh, you wouldn't want to mess with her. Oh, no, she called me scary. and she was like, hi, doll. Are you all sorted? And I was like, yeah, it's all in the moving van. I'm going, when's he back? Oh, he's back like late tonight. And she was like, will it be dark? And I was like, yeah, yeah. She's like, leave him with nothing. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, take the light bulb out. <laughs> so, so when he comes back, he, he's like turning the switch on. She's like, and then he'll slowly discover everything in the morning. <laughs> Lisa, that's fabulous. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. So I took the light bulb out and I was like, fuck him. Like I took the bed sheets, the pillows, the whole rest because I had to set my whole new life up. Yeah. So he came back to literally nothing. That was a real light bulb moment for Lisa. It really was. Oh, but like 10, I just loved 10. that. She was like, doll, take the light bulb. I was 10, like, oh my God, 10. you're a genius. Anyway, it took me ages to get the light bulb out. That's another story. <laughs> so anyway, out I went and um, I got, obviously, the most abusive messages off him. He was raging and all that. But I was like, my revenge is done. But the, like, the messages kept coming through. So last but not least, I was like, fuck it. I had pictures of the room on my phone. So I put it up for rent at a ridiculously cheap price. <laughs> with his number? With his number. And he got unindated with calls from the most random people. And he was like, what, what? And like... The tick bastard probably wouldn't even cop on. And yeah. he was like, well, what are you calling me for? Where'd you get the number? And I was like, on and on and on. And I was like, oh my God, absolutely gas. And then he was like, you need to get my number out. I just blocked then completely. And I just thought it was like, I oh, love the I love ultimate that revenge. That deserves it like a... Yeah. Oh, thank Bravo. you. Bravo. Now, Bravo, just, I would not do it now. That was no. in the past. So yeah, don't be afraid to date me because I am out there looking for dates right no, now. I, there's some nice <laughs> point. I like the um, I like the taking the light bulb. That's clever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we're picking we're picking it down in bits um, now, are we? <laughs> the tuna in the bed. Sorry, that's that was very clever. Oh my god, the stench of it. I'd say gross. The smash in the phone. Like yeah. the tuna in the bed. You yeah. would eventually need to get a new mattress. Oh, God. Yeah. Like it would linger. It's, 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 yeah. a, it's, it's the revenge that keeps giving. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, Constantly. months later, he needs to get a new bed. I am. Um, I told this story before, and somebody said that they had done uh, the tuna thing, but had taken the curtain pole part <gasps> of the bottom part out and put it into the curtain pole and then put it back. Stuffed it. <laughs> Unbelievable. I thought that was so clever. So clever. I was obviously thinking on my feet at the time, so <laughs> yeah. you can imagine how. I couldn't That's even get my numbers though. right there, that let alone doing great. this. So... Kind of like the ordeal of this is obviously that's a very unhealthy way of like breaking up and stuff like that. Like, you know, having your revenge, but you know, I got mine. Were you, you satisfied? Know, it wasn't great. I, yeah, it felt oh, great. I was like, feck it. But do you think it's an ordeal or not ordeal at like someone our age to have these kind of like petty revenges against somebody? I get away with because I was so young and it was like my first love and obviously he was a dirtbag. But like, yeah, what do you think now if I you were to hear that? Like, breakups can be so hard and they can be mutual. They can be, you can have your big, huge disagreements. You mm. can have your big arguments and stuff like that. And you can say and do things and take certain things in the heat of the moment. Um, but it depends how like dark they can get. Like if things start getting physical and it's their fault and they're cheating and all that sort of stuff. Like that's when you kind of have your own right to kind of get your own revenge. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, you kind of can play it whatever way you want. Because if you're hurting and if they fucked you over, girl's got to get some, you okay, know? Okay, interesting. I mean, when you're young, 
And, you know... No, I'm talking now. Young, yes. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying mm. is, like, when you're young and you're going through, like, your first love breakups, yeah. you know... There's nothing worse. <laughs> the yeah, drama. Like, it's, it's all consuming. Yeah. You know, like, I personally feel like you will never fall as hard for someone mm. as you do with that, like, first... Agreed. So, so true. So true. Because after that... It's the first once time. It, once that ends and you're yeah. so hurt, I feel like your mind, your body, everything yeah. will never let you feel that again. again. Yeah. It's like, that fucked me over. Yeah, yeah. So it's I think like you, half of Ireland with like Westlife. <laughs> I think <laughs> when Brian left. Yeah. <laughs> I think that like you react to that in those ways, mm. you know, where mm. like if someone's fucked you over, you want to get revenge. But it's just, it's a way that to kind of keep the relationship going almost. Yeah. You know, whereas now if I heard that people were doing that at like our age, I'd be like, You'd be like okay, cop on. You're done like, and Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's just not healthy. Yeah. And tr- when it gets to our age, that's when like, the baseball bats come out and like the whack the windows of the cars and it's all a bit oh excessive. my god yeah you know? my idea of it like i think it would be an ordeal if someone was to do that at our age yeah because i think you're not leaving it in a healthy way you're way better off to actually walk away and, and cut them out and cut them mm. out and deal with it's it healthier you know if it's obviously if it's something really traumatic then deal with it with therapist yeah. but you're not no, I, I think there's something to be said with like the sandpaper and over things and maybe like... <laughs> you love it, don't you? I you love, love it. it. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just I'm so unhealthy no, and James, deranged. <laughs> there's something like doing something a little shady. Yeah. I kind of like it being like, don't fuck with me again. I like it. But like, <gasps> the way to be like, don't fuck me with me again is like, I'm going to remove myself from you so you can never fuck with me again. So not an ordeal when we're young, a big ordeal when we're older. Yeah. Boom. Depends how big the... Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, I read an article this week, and it was about Quentin Tarantino. And it led me on to my subject. The director. The director, yeah. Quentin Tarantino, you know... Infamous Reservoir Dogs, Jackie Brown... Kill Bill. uh, Kill Bill, yeah. Um, He recently... Paid 10 grand to a stripper to lick her feet so much so that they pruned. He wanted to lick them until they pruned, like when you stick your feet in the bath. Yeah, allegedly. 10 grand, please oh. go for it. Yeah, a prune, that's a lot of licking. That's a lot of licking. That's more sucking. How would you yeah. have the. Oh, How much saliva yeah. has he got going on? Exactly. There? He's, no, a, I, he's, he's an did, odd looking man, he isn't he? Gonna, yeah, he's definitely got odd tendencies about him. Mm. He really looks like he's into, like, foot fetishes. That's fine. Okay, foot fetish, yes. But, like, like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of sucking, it's a lot of time. I'm sorry, was it toe or feet? Ten grand, I say go for it. I'm not mad on feet, so I really couldn't. I'd be sitting back there on my TikToks, on my nails, I'd be sitting there, Mm -hmm. you know, gym Instagram. I'd put on one of his movies. Oh, yeah, you would. (laughs) They're all good. By the time your feet were turning into a pro, you'd need to get through Reservoir Dogs. How long's that movie? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm telling you, you would, you'd have to be, like, participating. I'm sure he's not just like, listen, you... No, that sounds that sounds like very... sounds like very submissive vibes there, you know what I mean? He's down there, like moisturizing your feet with his tongue. God. How long can you be like, yeah, it's amazing. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. It Jesus. did get me thinking then just about fetishes and kinks overall. Oh, of course it did, darling. Of course it did. And I wanted, to, mm. uh, and then I got looking them up. I was like, what are the like top 10 gay fetishes? Oh, so I'm gonna, top 10. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what they are. Mm-hmm. And oh, then guess. I want you to tell me 
whether or not you have participated in. James is going to get 10 marks out of 10. <laughs> and can we guess even? Okay, yeah. So Let's what guess. do you think is the number one fetish? Daddy son. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Which? Daddy, Daddy son role play. Oh, okay. What do you think? Oh, that, that By was... your reaction, it's not. Yeah. No, I, 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 I'm just game face. Mm. Oh, uh, public? Okay, no. So the number one fetish in the casing is leather. Oh, leather. Oh, yeah. Wearing leather. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I just don't get that. Like, I'm Jesus. not a fan of Imagine that. this weather. <laughs> Roasting. Harnesses. Bonding. Okay, yeah. You know, all of, yeah, that kind of stuff, you know. The, like that sexy kind of, from a distance. Yeah. That's really blown up though, like. Oh yeah, it's everywhere. It's practically mainstream. Leather yeah, pride. That's all right though, yeah. Pride. So. It's when they wear the dog masks for me. Mm. Oh, listen. That's, that's a different That's a, that's a separate yeah. fetish. That's, that's different. Gas. That's different. <laughs> and then yeah. there's bondage, which is separate again from leather. Okay. And like. The, you know, global leather community is vast at this stage. There's, you know, significant events like the Folsom Berlin or the oh. Folsom Street Fair in San Francisco. Folsom, I've been to that one and that is unreal. Back to whenever I was cabin crew and I was traveling around the world. Um, we did brunch in San Fran and me and one of the girls that hadn't been to San Fran before left the rest of them and went walking through the, the streets. Girls. And we stumbled across uh, Folsom Festival. There was like this like positive like sexual experience at the very like family friendly almost kind of like LGBT what pride family friendly no <laughs> it was it was very like family friendly LGBT pride focused and then there's big massive like shutter door things and you went through it if you were obviously over the age of EM 18 okay and it was the world oh of fetish everywhere this poor girl was from like <laughs> some like R- Richmond somewhere like west of London very very prim yeah, and yeah. proper and this girl's eyes and, ah. oh it was fab I fucking I'm absolutely it. raging now that I guess daddy's son so quickly what the fuck well listen it says a lot about you <laughs> and he guesses then what the number two fetish is I would have said one of those then um no you're gonna have to put us over misery okay well like I must say it's Do, very, one to ten Go it's on. very similar to um the first one so the next one after leather is rubber oh yeah latex and stuff yeah yeah so like like leather rubber is all about feel so, texture mm. you know people start off small with a pair of briefs and then work their way up to like a slinky frame or a full, full body suit. suit the face mask skimp mask on, like you were talking <laughs> yeah. about fuck's sake which no, can be the, both the, sinister and sexy yeah the dog is still separate though the dog just might not be in the top 10 so. <laughs> yeah. you can get rampant with rubber in most major cities but the biggest events of the year um in the bdsm scene is mr international rubber which Ooh. takes place in chicago every november nice um so number three any guesses i've actually gone no blank. i'm really yeah my god james i thought you come on I, now i'm just like all these are surprising me come on keep going wrap, wrap the mic okay, like yeah, yeah. sportswear Oh yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah. Like jock vibe. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Sexy like that. Soccer yeah. players, want to the socks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Rockers, yeah. You know, hot hockey hose. Yeah, we all we all <laughs> love a lad. Hose. Yeah, we all love a lad in a sports sock, don't we? Yeah, grand. Okay, cool. I mean, who doesn't own a jock strap at this stage? Literally. Yeah, yeah, fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, the f- number four then is underwear. Yeah. So you know, people just fetishize different oh, everything, types of yeah. underwear, whether it's like the boxers, the briefs, uh, lingerie. That's very, like, that, yeah, that's like straight or like scratch and sniff. You know, lots oh, of yeah. Yeah. genres of underwear. Genres and underwear. Then number five is water sports. Oh, so piss stained pants are one thing, but water sports is another level. It's all centered around the. Um, it's all centered around the term, urologina, which is mainly about being major, majorly turned on by urine. Um, number six is feet, but number seven yeah. is armpits and nipples. Oh. Number eight oh. is spanking. Oh. Number nine is rope. 
Oh, Bondage. and number ten then is domination and submission. Wow, oh. I would have thought that would have been higher. Yeah, yeah. And none of ours were actually there. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get the full list, please? <laughs> just like one more. No, no, it's, it's just the top ten. I loved that. Yeah. Oh so my god. Reflecting on all of them. Yeah. Are any of them fetishes or kinks of yours? I'm sorry, was feet in there? No, feet in there. Yeah, yeah. oh, it was in there. Feet. I think it is. Oh my god, he literally just said it. Sorry. Oh, I think eight. It was... I got distracted. No, no, it was number six. Oh. Six. So Quinton's there, number six. Then. Yeah. Oh, Quinty. Nice. Little Quinty. Now, now this was feet. for gay men. Yeah, I that's... was reading, and it was different for like straight men and of for course. straight women. Milfs is the number one for straight men. No, I think for men, it was having sex outdoors. Oh. Maybe yeah. I'm a straight man. <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> oh, lol. Um, none of them are standing out to me. Or oh. has anyone ever requested any of them from you? I've had my feet dabbled with. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my and God, tell us. Like, I, yeah, it's, it's nice. I have absolutely yeah, no, nice. I've no qualms. Nice. Oh, that's what I like for my sex. Just nice. nice. Yeah. Sex. I've no qualms nice. with it. It wouldn't be like, oh my God, please do it. But yeah. if they happen to, then it's like, okay, fab. And that's... you're not going to stick a foot in your mouth, are you? Me personally? Oh, if I was in love with somebody and they yeah, had well, all right that's fine, feet, then yeah, I probably would. So what, what was it like, what was the foot play that you engaged in? Was it like foot wanking or? No, no, they were sucking on the toes and licking oh. in between the toes. And did you have to be like, oh yeah, that's, oh my God, my toe. But I'm not an actor during sex. No. So I would have. Um... I'm sorry, have you not <laughs> had it? Uh, with my feet? <laughs> yeah. No. Because it will make you say all those things because it know, feels amazing. You're, you're in certain positions. The legs are up. It happens to be close to their face. So sometimes, you know, just, they kiss you on the thigh, they kiss you on the neck, they kiss you on the feet. And there's then the heat of the moment. Things like... just go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all good. It was, it was enjoyable. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah. 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 I'm a fan of it. Like. Oh, yeah. I have absolutely no qualms when it comes to that. And did they ask beforehand or before? No, no it was. No. no. All it was in the just, moment. Yeah, it was all in the moment. Now, I've had lads, like, when I've been with them in the past, try to put them in my mouth, and I'm really not a fan of that. It's back to your point, where if you're, like, intimately with someone for a while, mm. and that's where you kind of grow and you explore, but, like, on a one-night stand, no, get your fucking feet away from my face. Yeah, I'd be wanting oh, to no. see, like, have they cut their toenails? Ah, yeah. Have they cleaned yeah. under their toenails? Have they washed yeah. their foot beforehand? Yeah. yeah. Like, do they have athlete's foot? Because I don't want athlete's mouth. <gasps> like, yeah. Just add that to your list of ailments. Like Talk talking about your feet in such detail. Um, James, you look like you're into. I I just know you've been into like loads. Of I stuff. definitely, out of all three of us, I am comfortable to say I, I probably explored the most sexually with a vast amount of partners mm-hmm. globally around this world. <laughs> globally, globally, uh, it's just been a slide globally. Uh, I've tried most of those, I think, in some shape, way, or form. Let's go. It's leather. Yeah, I've did the harness stuff before. It looks good on me whenever whenever it was thin. It's got the hairy chest vibe. That sort yeah. of like that was quite nice. But it's really uncomfortable. Is it? Yeah, oh, because be of the hair. Posture. But because of the hair and all, it was just like, <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really like it on me. And I don't like the whole like bondage thing and getting tied up. I don't like oh, that. The, oh, I would not no. be okay with that. Yeah, I think no. it would slightly freak me out. <laughs> I remember a guy that I was sleeping with before who tried to use handcuffs on me mm. but i got so excited that i was oh. like just pounced on them and 
Bankrupt's never ended up. Oh, oh my God. And you were in a cell and he was arresting you. Yeah. <laughs> now you're up for sexual uh, assault. Thank you, officer. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and then obviously like domination and submission. Yeah. yeah we've all been there. Yeah, we're all into that. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really surprised that. Well, like not like, I think like when I was reading these, I was like, I'm the most vanilla bitch. <laughs> you know, it's like haven't done, haven't done, haven't done that, and haven't done that. Oh, wouldn't like that. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> Public, I think that's one of my biggest turn ons. I think it is, yeah. And that domination piece as well. But for those who don't really dabble in the world of public, there's cruising, cottaging, dogging, whatever you want to call it. It's all about partaking in What's sex size. It's you, know, you make cottage cheese together and you still Oh my god, in. no, it's not. Yeah. yeah. Squelch, 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 squelch. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, cottaging, uh, cruising, it's all about playing in like a public setting. Cottaging's more like bathroom focused and public oh, bathrooms. Yeah. I think that was one of my first sexual experiences or fetishes, if you will, mm. uh, up in Belfast. Oh. Yeah, because the grinder was kind of floating around there whenever I came out and there was a couple of spots in Belfast where I might have stumbled across a daddy or two <laughs> yeah. in, a, in a public bathroom setting. Yeah. Oh my and, God. Uh, yeah. Found out that I was like, no, this is definitely something I'm into. And I've everywhere, like from airports to, uh, I'm trying to think of something like a plane, trains, uh, public car parks, church bathrooms. Church um, bathrooms. Yeah, shopping center bathrooms, Carnaby Street, Soho, like all those train stations, Victoria Street Station, um, St. Pancreas, all those ones. It's definitely, that's definitely a fetish because Especially I, London. if I walked into that and someone was like that with me, I'd be like, go with the fuck away from me. Like, sure, even, oh, like, like yeah. um, Sean, I you brought up in the pod before, didn't you, yeah. about being in Panty Bar and, you know, seeing a few lads trying to have a little bit of fun. Yeah, you see, I just, I'd be like, fuck off. No. Um, now, I will say, oh, that when I was in Pantybar and I stumbled mm. across those lads, like I was like, oh my God, they didn't stop. And then I was yeah. like, am I being invited? Am I being invited <gasps> to, Maybe. to And then that kind of goes this. into, no, but it could be like voyeurism. Very where you like to be that. watched. Where you like to be watched. Okay. Yeah. In a public setting, realistically, or else. That's probably, that actually probably was it. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been asked to do something then sexually that you weren't comfortable doing? Like in terms of fetishes or kinks or... Or were you, were, were, did anyone ever present like one of their kinks to you where you were like, oh my God, that's so gross, but actually no, it's a very normal thing. A big one for me that's been coming up that I really don't like at all is like cam sex is a really huge turn on oh fetish God. for people. Yes. I don't know if that is a kink or just an addiction. Oh, I don't know. It's like, they get re- I really can't, I've been to one or two parties um, oh my God. from London to Belfast and it's just like, nah, like it's a waste of time. Like, yeah. nothing works. I was just about to say, how does that work? They must all be like... Nothing works. And then, like, you have to wait, like, three hours later, then everything works for, like, half an hour. It's insane. Oh, jeez. And then you're like, get out of here, because it's all disgusting. And God knows what might happen. And it's just all unprotected and just all a mess. And no, I would not advise. Please stay away. Chemsex is definitely not something people should be partaking in. Or if they are, please don't really see if... Yeah, we're not judging anyone that no. actually does do it, if you're listening. Fair enough. You're into your... What are you into? But, um, yeah... That could be a tough one. Mm. I've been asked to wear female lingerie yeah. a good few times. Mm. And I'd look par- great in it. I, part- I partook yeah. sometimes. Oh, panties or like a nightgown or, or a thong. Well, thong's kind of unisex, actually. Oh, yeah, but thongs. No, the yeah. whole set. Oh, wow. Yeah. Gorge. Yeah. What and color? Heels. heels? Oh, I was asked to wear heels, actually. <laughs> like that was for oh. a height thing, actually. He was like six, seven. <laughs> <laughs> easier to balance <laughs> oh wow yeah. yeah one of the ones i, I probably would never do again would be like the water sports 
Why was being, it the taste? No, being pissed on just wasn't really for me, guys. Where did you get pissed on? <laughs> uh, the shower. It was a big, it was, like you said, hotel hotel bathroom. Oh, no, I wasn't saying that. No, but hotels are sexy. <laughs> yeah, hotels are And you want to try sexy. new things and experiment yeah. with new things. And Nothing like a travel lodge. Yeah. Mother of good. Like, but like, what was it about it? Like, I have to say, like, I'm not into water sports, mm. but if a guy was like, can I, I'd be like, grand. This is like the least amount of effort for me <laughs> to let you yeah. have your fetish. I'd be like, yeah, piss away. It wasn't I'm just going really. to be sudding myself up on the other side. Is it good for your skin, I wonder? If you drink it. What? what? Yeah, people drink their urine. What would they? It was definitely know. a celebrity show when they had to, Oh, it's not I'm a celeb and they had to do it. Probably. I, I, and Bear Grylls does it all the yeah. time when he's... Ah, jeez. But guys, I wouldn't really... No, it wasn't really for me. It was in a sexy hotel in Mexico or somewhere. I mean, it's like that. And we're just like... In was this, he like, really dehydrated spicy... and it just really stank or something? Oh, yeah. Oh, what colour was it? No, let me was just like finish. Was it tinge? <laughs> it was... It Why were, did you swallow it? We, I fucking didn't. We were in this... I was the submissive Bucked at the minute. I was the submissive character in mm. the relationship at the time. And he was definitely that dominant daddy vibe. And yes, he said he wanted to do it. So I was like, yes, please. Ah, and fair play. Yeah, it was like over my chest and he bent me over and whatever. And it was it was hot. But like, oh, yeah. The pee was hot. No, it was it was a hot situation. Oh. And I would do it again maybe with him. cold? <laughs> yeah, it was, just, it was like on ice. Have oh, you ever guess. been milked? <laughs> like by your prostate? Prostate milking? What? what? It's, Are it's, you on your meds? <laughs> it's What's going on? Like... Uh, you know, gets their finger up into your prostate and like um, stimulates it till you orgasm. Oh, wow. That's called prostate milking. It's not just called fingering? Well, someone fingering could just be some... No, this is drunk. just someone someone who knows what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Nobody Has that happened? I, um, no, it's, I've had like maybe five people find my G-spot and it has been It's unreal. unreal. I almost kicked someone in the face the first time. Oh, lads, lads listening, you need to... Get your situation find, yeah. And ladies, you need to find your man's situation. Yeah. It's never that deep in everybody. No, it's not. Yeah, it's about two inches to the left. <laughs> it is. That's where Sean's is. <laughs> Thanks for sharing, guys. The ordeal then is fetishes, kinks, and engaging in other people's fetishes and kinks to find out what you do like or don't like, and to satisfy that other person. Is it an ordeal or not an ordeal? No, I think it's super healthy if you are into it and your partner or just say someone that you're meeting up is open to it, then yeah, explore it. But also respect if they're not. So no, I don't think it's an ordeal at all. Yeah, I have to say I'm happy and healthy. Ilk, I think as long as there's open communication and trust, Mm, um, trust. then, (laughs) then people should... Uh, feel empowered to try new things. Um, I have been guilty of maybe not doing as much of that mm. as I should. Ooh. But, you know, it's the dawn of a new age. Oh. That's going to be your new fucking task. Uh, agreed. <laughs> it's definitely not an ordeal. I think it's really healthy to explore your new urges, explore new fetishes, kinks. Just try something different. And if you're in a relationship, just keep spicing it up. You wow. never know, you might stumble across something like I do all the time <laughs> and just find something that you really might enjoy because that's what i've done over the years and ladies and gents boys and girls boys and girls leave them it's well worth it it's well worth it oh my god amazing okay cool so not an ordeal well that's all for episode nine to hear all about our weekly ordeals don't forget to subscribe and rate the podcast follow the big gay ordeal on instagram or email us at the big gay ordeal at gmail.com 
I've been Quaylon Kelly with James McCrudden and Sean Dillon. And you've been listening to The Big Gay Ordeal. Ordeal.